The following program is brought to you by the Humble Fama Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Your buddy, the Humble Farmer here. For, for over eight years, I produced six or so television commercials every week for businesses in the Rockland and Camden, Maine area. The hardest part of selling my service back then was convincing store owners that humor sells. Of course, everyone knows that now. The, the best commercials you see on national TV nowadays are, are very funny. But I was ahead of my time, so selling these funny TV spots was an uphill battle. Now, you know that I never boast, I never brag about myself, but you should know that I am proud of one presentation I made. And I think I'm justified in saying to myself, or to you, because you've been a close friend for many years, Robert, you are fantastic. You really outdid yourself on that one. I'm talking here about my visit with a woman at her shoe store. I want you to know that I made a very powerful commercial because as soon as my show went on the air, someone who couldn't even wait for them to open broke into that store and stole two pair of shoes. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
for listening. I guess I played that tune enough times 30, 40 years ago when I was playing with Claude Noel. That was one of his favorite tunes. Do, 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 do. You probably heard about the man who has been trapped at Charles de Gaulle Airport for years and years. Seems as his passport got messed up so he can't enter France and yet he's unable to leave it. It was written up in the newspaper because the Reporter thought it was such a strange and unusual thing. But think about this. If you compare this unfortunate fellow to a man who doesn't get along with his wife, yet has six kids so they can't afford a divorce, we could probably find several hundred similar cases right here in Maine. Thank you. 
Bix. Not what I wanted to play, of course. I pushed the wrong button. It's a good thing I don't tell you. And now we're going to hear Charlie Barnett play Skyliner. Because there's a very good chance if I say you're going to hear Charlie Barnett playing Skyliner, you'll hear Bix instead. If you enjoy a challenge, you will love this. Hang right here with me. Find the worst telephone hold music in the state of Maine. While put on hold, hoping to talk with Harry at the YMCA, I listened to what I would believe to be the worst telephone hold music in the state of Maine. Most telephone music is so bad, you probably know this, most of it is so bad that it would be difficult for you to point out the one that is the worst, hence the challenge. Who has the worst one? Where do these shrieks and howls come from? How does it get into telephone machines? What do the people who put it in there look like? Do they really stuff their corpulent frames with inch-high greasy hamburgers and dripping fries? What are these people thinking? What are they hoping to achieve by inflicting such pain and suffering upon us, their potential customers? What does anyone who is not producing a surrealistic horror movie have to gain by playing music in the background? I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com and I've got you, babe.
Guyana here on The Humble Farmer, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. That's Errol Guyana. And by now you're aware that I read widely, even though I might not understand what it is I am reading. This is more than likely to be true when it comes to theoretical mathematics. The other day I came across this mouthful, and I quote it to you, and I want you to understand that I have no idea of what it is I'm saying. In particular, it is shown how a generalized Fibonacci sequence enters the control function of finite horizon dynamic optimization problems with one state and one control variable. I posted that on my Facebook page, and you can be sure I got more than a few comments on that. John was a longtime friend and who used to publish my newspaper column in his newspaper in Minnesota. John wrote this in reply. Fibonacci is an amazingly versatile delicacy. It can be sequentially one drizzled over romaine lettuce or tomato mozzarella capri salad, two tossed with olives, feta, artichokes, and a Greek salad, three added to the top of a beautiful Spanish seafood paella, four be the basic ingredient for an Italian entree topped with marinara or alfredo sauce, and five, even, get this, it can even be served as frozen shaved ice drenched in flavored liqueurs and topped with fresh berries of fruit. I'd like to thank John for sending me that. And after reading it to you just now, I realize that I know even less about cosmopolitan cuisine than I do a generalized Fibonacci sequence. Bob's her hair and takes the smoke that nobody's... 
business. She rolls her socks and tells a joke that's nobody's business. She's so lovely, she's so sweet. When we dine, I always treat. How she can eat and eat and eat is nobody's business. She's a wound, love her hound, nobody's business. Yes, she's my baby, now that's nobody's business. I don't know what this baby's got, but what she's got, she's got a lot. Does she do the Charleston hot? That's nobody's business. friends ukulele ike i'm still trying to play charlie barnett i'm not having much luck at it here <laughs> most people sit behind a microphone wouldn't tell you what they're doing well you recently saw it on the news you remember this a man who worked with a bear was killed by the bear you might also recall that a few years ago a man who lived with wild bears was eaten by wild bears. And not long after that, a man who loved sharks and other dangerous denizens of the deep came to a sudden and much-publicized end when one of them turned on him. You and I know, you know this, we know that there are wild and uncontrollable creatures on this planet that may be toyed with for a while, but that at any time they are likely to turn on you. And yet, every day, you and I hear of yet one more friend who plans to get married.
Ghana. We're playing a lot of Ghana here on the Humble Farmer. One morning, I listened to a humorous fundraising pitch submitted to PRX by New Hampshire Public Radio. And the summary to the piece said, Add a little humor to your pitch breaks. <laughs> I laughed when I read this because not everyone agrees. Listen to this. On April 8th, 1978, I was asked to produce my first weekly show for Maine Public Radio. Over the 28 years I spent as a volunteer making this program just for you, my old-fashioned music and humorous social commentary became an early evening staple one of the intelligentsia in northern New England and bordering Canada. So, it was inevitable that I should eventually appear on Maine Public Broadcasting Network Television at fundraising time. My spot was sandwiched in between the showing of Hamlet, in between the acts. They put me in between the acts on Hamlet. When they put the camera on me, I opened with my usual deadpan. I said, I hope you'll stay tuned to this Hamlet thing. It's my understanding that it has a very happy ending. Well, I was never permitted to help out with fundraising again. But if you've been in public radio for three decades, as I have, you know that our radio friends have long memories. And for years afterwards, I would occasionally be accosted by a radio friend on the street who would grab me by the lapels of my jacket and say, Humble, that thing you said about Hamlet was the funniest thing I've ever seen on public television. Yes, 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 my friend. Add a little humor to your pitch breaks. Our radio friends love humor. But, before you do, make sure you have tenure.
Is that the end of it? Finally got it. I tried three times. I heard this the other day, stumbled onto this on YouTube, and I said, my word, I'm going to have to play this for, my, for you, my friend who listens to me on, on the radio. And there it is, and there it was, Skyliner. Used to hear it a lot in the 19, late 1940s. You might remember hearing it. I think it was the theme song of some radio program. Charlie Barnett, wee, Time to remind you, you're listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. With any luck at all, of course, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. I'm the Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Table manners are changing in this country. It's getting so that if you want someone to feel comfortable when they come to your house for supper, you serve them. Tell me if this isn't true. If you want someone to feel comfortable when they come to your house for supper, you serve them in paper plates on a plastic tray with plastic forks and a paper cup. If you've ever done that, you've noticed that without even thinking, they'll get up when they've finished. Automatically dump the paper and plastic into a big barrel, throw their tray on a pile next to the barrel, and leave. The only thing that will remain the same as the good old days is the absence of a tip.
Guyana. We're playing a lot of Ghana here today, Errol Ghana. Errol Ghana. Do you go to the Common Ground Fair? The Common Ground Fair, well, it's the most impressive gathering of people to be held in a field in the state of Maine. They have this Common Ground Fair every year, the last weekend in September. And there was a time when I was frisk and spry when I wouldn't miss it. My favorite event is the sheepdog demonstration. Ever see them sheepdogs? They put these little dogs out in the field with a dozen so sheep. And when the dog's trainer whistles, whoosh, 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 these dogs jump up and they herd the sheep into a pen. Every organization in Maine that might be in favor of some positive political or social change is represented at the Common Ground Fair. My friend David Bright said that the most shocking thing he saw there in three days at the last fair, the most shocking thing he saw in three days was the endangered species booth. David went over to check out the endangered species booth and there was no one there. Two by two, they go marching through Those sweethearts on parade How I pine just to fall in line With those sweethearts on parade Love to join their fun, but they bar it takes more than one to make an army of lovebirds. How I sigh as they pass me by. Those sweethearts on parade.
They're fun, but they bore me. It takes more than one to make an army of lovers. How I pine just to fall in line with those sweethearts on parade. Nice little original end in there. Scientists, oh, maybe I should remind you, you're listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Scientists have discovered that chewing gum helps you remember. You can check it out. The experts discovered that Of the people tested, 35% who were given gum to chew found it easier to remember words. They they hypothesized that this might be because chewing increases the speed of your heartbeat, so more oxygen is pumped around your body. Or it could be because chewing gum helps your body make insulin because it thinks food is coming. 
even more plausible is the fact that the chewing keeps our mind from wandering and forces us to focus our attention on whatever it is we're trying to remember. Because, you know, there's a lot of us that can't walk and chew gum at the same time. to be attacked by wolves here this afternoon.
Here is the humble farmer question of the week. The humble farmer question of the week. Why must construction companies surround their work with an 18-inch high wall of flimsy black plastic? So often I see them broken down. So often I see these walls of plastic broken down that I can't see that they're protecting our environment or doing any good. Perhaps the people who manufacture that plastic paid a lobbyist a lot of money to convince lawmakers that it was the right thing to do. You tell me. No things considered. The humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Thank you.
boop, boop. Scott Hamilton playing good things, blues. Can't go wrong if you play blues on an old-fashioned music program. You're listening to The Humble Farmer here. No Things Considered, I'm the Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Of course, i got to thank you so much for, for listening to this program. I realize that you probably have other things to do. Thank you so much for listening, dear. Nice to have you here listening to the radio. How many times have you been working on a project when some let-me-show-you boy, one of your neighbors or one of your friends, some let-me-show-you boy looked over your shoulder and offered advice, hey, boy, let me show you how to do that. You know this happens if you're not careful. It's not long before this let-me-show-you boy has pushed you right aside and has taken the burden of the entire project upon his own incompetent shoulders. It might be about that time that you notice that there is an, an alarming one-to-one correlation between a let-me-show-you boy's eagerness to help you and his ineptitude. Thank you. 